0: Okay, it's a 65 degree day in the middle of winter, in the middle of December in New England. My cat is jumping around, um, (laughs) throwing the ball to himself, (laughs) which made me totally just feel like a bad parent, I'm so sorry, like my fur baby just talking to himself. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> Playing ball with himself. Oh, my goodness. He needs his big brother. So, anyway. I was just sitting here. I got a blunt earlier. A pre-roll from the dispensary. It was totally one of those days. I needed it today. Um, and now I'm rolling up right now. And for some reason, like the past two days, no, not the past two days, ever since yesterday, yesterday afternoon, someone sent me an article about this mass stuff, like all these mass mandates again, and the vaccine passports, and let's see what's next, and a new variant is dropping. You know, yesterday that pissed me off. It just kinda made me angry like why can't we, why can't we get it together <laughs> like what who broke the simulation what <laughs> what had this is so different from like nineteen ninety eight nineteen eighty nineteen seventy nineteen sixty like damn we could have been chillin' as hippies, um, listening to Jimi Hendrix at fucking Woodstock, chillin'. We could have been in the 70s, I guess, with some big-ass hair going to discos. That doesn't sound so bad. Um, having dance-offs. We could be in the 80s. The 80s is where it gets really fly we could be in the 80s, like, going to fucking epic rock concerts, like, even if you're not a big rock fan, rock stars in general, how fun would that be? Do you know what they Like, they live these reckless wild lives, and imagine if we could have been a fly on the wall to that, or, like, been a rock star, or whatever, even just experience that vibe. I mean they were having sex with groupies, like, what was that like, what a, what a crazy time, you could do anything, because there was no cameras, and even cell phones weren't a thing, you know, so you had, like, your privacy, Um, and then the 90s, I mean, come on, the 90s, there was something, like, the 90s was a little more light and breezy, if you ask me, I remember, like, 2000 being a big deal but 20 something years later I'm like okay what episode of life is this um, so yeah the past two days I just felt angry of like oh my god more rules okay alright what's next I just if you're not having punishments taken away no matter what you do Or if you have to be threatened to do something. Or if you can't ask questions. If you can't ask any opposing questions. Like they're saying there is literally nothing possible for why. Like, (laughs) I don't know. There's a lot of shit I've been thinking about, okay? I've been thinking about a lot of. Things. tonight stuff was clicking for me. This is going to sound far out, but one of them was... I saw some TikTok. I don't have TikTok, but it comes up on my Instagram. I saw some TikTok, and it was someone naming all these animals that were immortal, like that live forever unless they were killed by something outside. They were all in the ocean. And we're all 70% water. And we have to drink water to live. And we're born from water. Like in utero. We come out of the womb water. So I was thinking like... We must be a part of the ocean. Like it even rains on us. Right? I know it sounds silly. I realize that. But like... Water is a huge part of our life, right? And then another thing I was thinking of is, like, so many people now, not even just people in the spiritual community, a lot of people now are aware there's a pineal gland, and they're aware of what it could do, like how it could be your third eye and how it could change your dreams and elevate your consciousness and your clarity and all these different things and we even know now that our toothpaste that has fluorified in in it decalcifies that gland and it's like why why would we even make an ingredient like that why would we interfere with that or why wouldn't we stop that you know, wouldn't we want the body to just be as it is? Isn't the body and nature so intelligent? So, tonight, I don't know. Tonight I was having a bunch of weird thoughts and stuff. Or, And then it started to shift once I smoked. Once I smoked, I definitely was more light and breezy. Because earlier today I was like, oh my god, so angry. Even though I knew this shit was coming. um, But still, just... yeah I don't maybe I even felt the emotions just as some of the people that I know like a ripple of frustrations just because now we're going into 2022 but anyway then I got stoned and I started thinking like okay I was like okay 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 and then I was like this is a fucking epic episode of a life Like I was like this life right now Our life right now Is on some Game of Thrones type of shit Like if we were The way that we watch Game of Thrones as a show If someone was looking in on us As if we were a movie Or even if we saw that shit from outside We would be like What the fuck is going on right now? Like what is going on? (laughs) All of us walking around with masks, all of us, like, I don't know, dodging a virus, us being so divided, it's just all so bizarre. But then, like, a part of me was just willing to accept it as being epic as being a profound life experience and a way to really evolve like this is definitely a period of awakening and I think of a lot of things that used to be a part of a very dense past reality one that just wasn't working for a lot of us obviously Look at things in society. Look at all the generational traumas. So there is a lot of good in this time. Um, And there's, you know, as much bad as we're confronting. It's just here to alchemize. So I'm going to be worried about this. I'm gonna be like all right I just keep moving through this shit okay and let's all try to elevate vibe higher I know this sounds like some hippie shit but let's do this let's fucking do this let's make this new earth let's shift okay Good night, happy full moon week I guess this will be a very short pod But before I go Like, think about all the things All the wonderful things We could be doing right now You could be on a rooftop In New York in the fall with the foliage with the crisp air with a jacket or you could be on a rooftop in New York in the summer with some beads of sweat dripping down your body with a tan with a refreshing lemonade um... You could be having a baby with someone you love, bringing life into this world. Um, You could be cooking an amazing meal by yourself, naked in your kitchen, listening to the radio. You could be in New Orleans with the heat in a jazz club making love later, you could be in Jamaica smoking weed by the trees, you could be in Spain, you could be in Spain where the food is so good and the wine is so good, I mean think about the vibes of Europe, we love America, we do of course, America has its value, but the capitalism is so real here, you know? Like, there's so much more lax in European places. But I don't know, it's amazing. It's amazing how as much as there's bad in the world, there's so many great things you could be experiencing simultaneously like eating chocolate, taking a bath, being in a sauna, um, cuddling with someone you love, um, doing so many things, you know? I guess that's the cool part about being human is we're all here on different journeys and hopefully we can support each other and look at all this as a game and just try to play this shit and I feel like we're stronger together and I feel like just so much stuff is outdated and needs to belong to the past we need to move past it um, and does that sound far out? I mean think about the other far out things we're hearing we're hearing from the guy who owns this platform that we're going to be in virtual realities, which like, okay, for tech people or for experiences or just because it's the 2000s, it's like, yeah, we can engage, but can we just engage or will we become consumed by it? You know, um, our lives have radically changed because of technology and we're so dependent on it now and like we are disconnected from nature. Um, and I just think, I don't know, is it crazy? Is it so radical to think we should just come together and, like, rewrite so many things? I don't know. We watch all these movies, and, like, our own life is a movie, other people's life is a movie, um we dream at night when you dream at night what the hell is that you would literally die you would go crazy and then you would die if you didn't let yourself dream at night so when you dream at night what are you doing you're asleep you're unconscious it happens every day you're like recharging um is your soul traveling around Are you, like, what is it? Because sleep is so regenerative. And actually, if we have something going on, um, that's why a lot of people struggling might sleep a lot. Like, your body is trying to heal itself in a way by resting. But, anyway, it's just so wild to be alive, to be a person. Um, there's so much that we don't know, there's so much we've gone on from things that we've heard, we've just kind of been told things, and then later we've been told, like, how much people lie, like, look up how much people lie, let me look that shit up right now, hold on, let me look this shit up, I mean, I'm a part of that group, but... I'm not really lying like that. Hold on. Was that an uncomfortable silence? Are you okay? Okay. Oh my goodness. How much does the average human lie? 200 times. That's how many times the average person can lie in just one day, according to research by Jerry Jellison, a psychologist at the University of Southern California, September 26, 2019. How common is lying? Huh, there's some conflicting research here, but you could Okay, so we're lied to 10 to 200 times a day and we tell a lie ourselves an average of 1 to 2 times in the same period. That's a TED talk. Ooh, that one makes me a little uncomfortable. Well, anyway, wherever this segment was going, let's just like become as self-sufficient as we possibly can do you know what i'm saying let's just really be on some authentic shit do you know how amazing we could make life here for all of us why not why wouldn't we This is obviously not working out the other way. And for people that believe we only get one go-around, like this is it, then let's make it a good experience, especially since we don't know what's after. So, I don't know. I wanted to pod. I wanted to talk to my little group of peeps. And until next time... I hope you enjoyed my mini pod. Okay, I'm back. This was initially going to be a mini pod, and then I went farther from that. And then after getting a good night's sleep, I didn't have to set an alarm this morning, which I love not having to do that, Um, because then you can just allow your body to get up when it wants to get up. And then if you feel awake at night, you know, sometimes some of us can wake up on those, like, three to five hours. And I think it's usually when we have a lot going on, you know, when you feel like the energy comes to you then. Well, when you have a really rigid schedule, then you, that's when you feel the worry about it. Like, oh, I can't be up now. I have something to do in the morning. Um, so it is really nice when we can just fall asleep when it feels right to us you know sometimes after clients um, sometimes I don't even get home until eight o'clock and I haven't showered yet I haven't had dinner and um, I like to wind down and take that time so I was able to do that and you got to see a few faces of me Um, what happened two days ago when I heard some rules that I knew were going to be implemented again like there there wasn't I can't say there was any surprise around it but I think because I had a sound healing this week um all my chakras we did a lot of focus on the ones at my head and it wasn't even a full hour sound bath it was a shorter one so I I can't imagine what state I would have come out of had I really done that full hour. Um, and what I'm touching on right now is frequency. We all, we all vibrate at a certain frequency and it changes and the earth gives off a frequency and the different things, we do have a vibration. Um, and I know for some people that's new concepts and for others they've understood this. We're all in different states of understanding and of consciousness and of frequency. And what I want to get at here is that there's things that can lower our vibration. There's things that can raise our vibration. And so I think when I got this sound healing the other day, it was intense. It was intense and I think it did rile me a little because for the past few weeks I've been comfortable, I've been in a nice state of acceptance um, on everything, on, on myself, on the people in my life, on what's going on. And I think us focusing so much on like my third eye and my crown chakra, that connection to spirit and the ethereal, um, I think as I came back I, I, I didn't feel grounded, you know, so I was as I was trying to come back into, like, okay, what reality is, um, I think it just really threw me, and then as news was filtering, you know, like, say you go get a massage, say you've had a beautiful day with someone or people that you love, say you've done those things that raise your frequency and nourish your soul, and then you're bombarded by a piece of news or something going on even on a smaller scale than like just say you get that text message that comes in that totally changes your energy right same you a couple minutes ago you were having one experience and all of a sudden you like drop down into this other and it's so easy for them to continue to go up or to continue to go down based on like what we're taking in so I also gave a Reiki session to an ex boyfriend yesterday, um, someone who I was off and on with for most of my twenties. And I convinced him to do Reiki instead of a massage and I was so fulfilled after it, but I was a little like, you know, sometimes after a Reiki session, no one's giving energy or taking it, but you're holding the space for it. And for me one of my things we all have things about us that are innate right that are kind of like part of our makeup part of our constitution for me i very much feel other people before i see them before i hear them um and so i think when i'm in that world sometimes i am a little thrown after a session. So he had some stuff going on and I was kind of recentering, getting back into myself. And um, one thing that's been challenging as a healer in today's world is I don't want to be, or I haven't wanted to at times be completely removed from things because things were happening so fast, right? And I wanted to keep up with it because I run a business and I wanted to be informed and I wanted to make knowledgeable decisions, not just gut ones even though I I so much thrive better from a gut intuitive space um, when I follow that. But I wanted to be like equal, right? To see what other people are listening to, like understand how to work with it. Um, But I think what's hard as a healer is I work with people on really personal things. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't even tell you every day someone's crying in my office. I'm crying. Like, I can think of my three work days this week. There, There's always stuff coming up and coming out. So I have to be a clear slate. And that's something that, you know, in the past, if I had personal things on, I just will take that time. I won't work on people or... I have to have alone time where I'm not interacting with energy where I can just be with my energy because most of the time I know what I need to do for me you know I don't always listen to it but um, I know how to get myself to a clear space whereas if we're always around people whether you feel sensitive or not you are taking in energy you know or you're engaging with it um and that stuff can have debris in a way if that makes sense or everybody's on different levels you know like so we refer to it as um introverts and extroverts like the people that get charged by all the energy around them and then the people who get charged when they're alone and I think what can happen is if you're an extrovert um there is a lot of extroverts out there where it's like there's so much energy and that energy is raised, but they could be the ones getting it, right? Like if you were an extrovert and you put yourself in the position of a celebrity and politician, then all this energy is coming at you and you can feed off of that. Um, but if you're someone where you're doing the output of energy, like it wouldn't be appropriate, right, if in all my sessions I talk about my stuff if I completely let me be there as a person you know I really have to to help someone I have to listen to them sometimes I relate things in my life because it feels like I should share that to make that connection to show understanding like I'm not having the exact same experiences as you no one is but I have felt this before I can understand, and you know, usually just from a feeling space, when I touch someone, if they have grief on them, um, whether I get there from that contact, you know, um, of like touching their body, and then all of a sudden I'm crying, and I can feel that coming up, I mean, that happens. Or if we're verbally engaging, and they start to release, and you know, then I, we get into a conversation, there's that ebb and flow, but introverts, I think, so that's what I mean, there's always these exchanges of energy, right, and I think for people that can feed off the energy, it's because it comes at them in a certain way, do you know, like being adored, being admired, or just putting yourself in a certain position, where it's all coming at you. Um, But for my work, for trying to help people work through certain things, heal stuff, um, I am in a space where I can be myself and show myself and even share. It's not completely one-dimensional. They heal me in things that they say and things they express because we're all interconnected and I offer them what I can with my tools. But I know then to offset that, I need to have alone time. And I don't think for a long time I could express that or that I even knew that. Um, And sometimes I would even feel like, thank God people don't just know me on a surface level because sometimes my actions could even mirror drug behavior where all of a sudden like you just don't hear from me for three days and um, I am unreachable. (laughs) But really it's just like literally I need to recharge my my batteries. I can't keep off putting because I like to be that clear slate so that I can show up as my best self. I really don't like when I have things hanging on me and I'm trying to exchange because then that clouds it. You know, so like even for yesterday when I was working on my ex for Reiki, um, before he came, I still felt that that anger at more restrictions and some of the confusion around like how this the state that that makes people in right because we all have to figure out like what this will look like for us. Um, And I had life trying to peek through to tell me it was going to be okay. Like I'm helping a girlfriend with a studio one day a week. And at that studio, no matter what the employees she's brought in have done, we've all done different things. We're all kind of at different points in the journey. And she said, we wanted to let you know we heard what was said today. And we have decided to hang a sign here that says we accept um, all people, regardless of race, sexual orientation, um, yeah. And I guess that could fall under as well, like sexual identification, um, master unmaxed, masked or unmasked, vaxxed or unvaxxed, something like that. But then too, what I loved was. I was kind of one of the first people to say something, and I just said, "Wow," because um, I know my friend is very strongly one way, and I know the woman she put to kind of manage the employees they brought in, um, even they didn't didn't do exact same things during this pandemic and had different understandings, and but they've been able to come together, and I loved that, and I loved, I loved just even that she was doing what she believed in, because. If I saw this two years ago, right, like two years ago when we were in shutdown, people who were pushing back a little with their business, we all thought, or so many of us thought, myself included, like, oh my gosh, no, just just do what you have to do. Just do what they say. Like, (laughs) let's just comply and get through this. But the more and more I went through personal things and then tried to figure out, like, like needed to understand what I was going through personally and what the bigger picture was of that and was integrating outside things, just eventually my feelings switched. And now I am very much in the place of like, when I saw that, that was a little shining light of like, hell yeah, I'm happy to be a part of this. This feels really good to me. Where like, we're acknowledging this is what's going on. Um, okay, we heard you. We heard how you want to handle it. We will let people make those decisions on their own. We are going to let individuals decide, and we're going to show how we feel about that. and And then that way, anybody can come in and do what they're comfortable with. Right? You feel safe and secure with the mask on. Come on in, baby. Wear that. I'll wear mine. We good. We're good. Um, you don't want to wear one. You know you you feel like this is pointless at this point. You don't know how much it helps. You feel. You've done one thing, you feel so whatever it is, right? You don't even have to explain yourself. Just show up, do what you're comfortable with. And I love that. And I think that, like, you know, whether we give the responsibility away to someone else or if we take it into our own hands, I remember the point when I gave all the responsibility to someone else and now I feel in the position of, let me take on some of that responsibility. I've now successfully run a practice despite each, which in every way that you've pulled me, um, you know, governments, rules, restrictions, uh, then when they're uplifting, whatever it is, I have navigated that and thankfully, knock on wood, I don't want to like speak too soon, but I have not had any issue in my practice running it the way that I have. I have not had one. I have not had one person have to message me. And even if that happened, this is the state that we're in right now. So it doesn't bother me and I would work with it. And there's no blame there. But I can say that, you know, that made me happy where I'm at now. I I, I liked being a part of a community like that. And then, you know, when it's a bunch of spiritual people too, all of a sudden everyone's like, I said one thing, other people are popping in. And then, um, the woman who's managing decided to leave everybody like boxes of chakra incense. And that felt really good. So I had that come through during my day. And then There was one other thing oh but then I saw one of my friend's businesses who I haven't actually had a conversation with her yet but that her business that she just grew from the ground up she put so much so much fucking passion so much love into it so much art I hadn't even seen the fully finished product and now she just found out that corporate America is pushing her and seven other small businesses out So I felt that, you know, I was seeing that like these deeply contrasting different realities kind of coming up over the past few days, like of one experience in this way at this level, how good that feels. And then moving into this space. Oh, I don't want to, you know, I don't like it. So I think that last night Or yeah, after the Reiki session, I saw great changes in this person that I've even had a relationship with, but it's been years. So now we have a good friendship. I completely saw him opening up, completely tuning in to the session we just had and changing right in front of me. And now that I think about it, I'm like, he's like that. That's perfect. And he made some breakthroughs, he made some revelations, and then he actually had a color experience after, and we talked about it, and he was like, what's, what's going on? What just happened to me when I was driving? He called me, and he's not someone to call me and say that, you know what I mean? So I was all geeked out about it. I was like, wow, okay, this work is really real, um, and I'm happy for him, and then I was on the phone with a girlfriend at the time, because, I think I was running from, my ang- my anger was so much, my anger came on so sudden from that one piece of information and it just kept building and I hadn't fully shed it. So I think I was trying to just like get it out and I didn't know how. So then I got on a call with a girlfriend to kind of like distract myself and I wanted to check in with her. But then I found even that was just really charged and I didn't know why, you know? Like, I said something like, I'm so, com- I'm so compassionate, like I'm so happy that um, I can see him opening up and having these releases. And I said, I feel bad for little boys, just the way that they're conditioned in society, that they can't express themselves. Like that was a narrative for a long time and I said, That shaped then why we see men behaving a certain way. You know, not just so much generalize, but for some of them. Why we see men orient differently as they become adults, you know. And maybe that was necessary for times when men were being sent into the excessive wars that have happened. Even the times when they were being drafted. You can't raise someone to be super in touch with their emotions and then send them into a war, how would that work? You can't, ha- you can't raise someone to be in touch with their emotions and then put them in positions of power that disempower other people. Um, you can't have one person being groomed to be the breadwinner and to have access to certain things and have them super in touch with their emotions. Because let me tell you, to do business with the end goal being profit over everything, that's what most corporations look like, unfortunately. To do business where it's geared around community, um, person-to-person interactions, almost like a barter type system, like I offer you this product, this service, you come to me there's a totally different exchange there is a completely different exchange so there was a reason for why boys were raised a certain way and I still don't think I said anything too crazy about that whether my words were that I felt bad or that I felt compassion or that I felt sad that um both men and women were groomed a certain way and it's affected us and we've had um repercussions because of that and we all have to break break out of those break out of the things that were imposed on us these things that have just been passed on and passed on that really don't belong to us um and this girlfriend got like she she I don't know, not that she had to feel how I feel, but just confrontational. I know if she ever listens to this, she's not going to like that word, but that's how it, because it was like, no, this is, Bowie, Bowie, get over here. Because she was like, no, this is what they've done. They've upheld the patriarchy. Like, they don't know what it's like being a uh, woman. And I, I just said, oh, okay, yes, all those things are definitely simultaneously true as well, but can I not feel, like, compassion for this person that I know who's moving into this other space? Now am I supposed to tell him, and she's like, oh, you just you have to call it out, and I don't feel bad for them at all. I don't, like, why? Okay, so, yes, hopefully you would. I'm sure you would raise a boy so different, a boy that would hopefully honor the matriarchy and then however their soul is that's how they're going to be like it's partially your influence it's partially who they are they are a person outside of us if we choose to have kids you know they're not just our mini-me's um but yeah I'm sure she would raise a son to be aware of all that if she had one if she did but at the same time I'm like okay so just like we had to come to an awareness and shift certain things that we took part in because of our conditioning, why would I not, like, why can't I extend that same courtesy then to men? Especially ones where I like them and you like them and uh, you know, you know what I mean? And this comes back to, like, I just started to, again, feel that division. That has so been created for so long, and I'm so tired of it. That this is a white and black thing. That this is a black and Asian thing. That this is a man and woman thing. That this is a poor and rich thing. That this is a oh my gosh, whatever, whatever. Like, I'm so tired of those things. Okay, Democrat Republican now, right, right, like right now, the heavy heavy hitters are the Democrat Republican. Vaxed, unvaxed, um, man and woman, straight and LBG, TQ, um, you know. So it's like, ah, uh, yeah. So finally, after that, I was still trying to move around with this energy and i just couldn't. And it's amazing, and i'm going to be truly totally honest. Like eventually i'm going to have guests on here. I'm already i have already got that in the works. But as these are just pods that i make for myself um to talk about certain things and to build a community of people where we vibe or we want to vibe together. Um i'm going to just be as honest as possible. So I felt so intensely yesterday. I felt so mad at the life so many of us have been living when the answers really are so much simpler. When you come from it from a certain way or if you attack it at the, at the root. We love to deal with things symptomatically in this culture. You know, you need to address the full thing. And you need to be willing to look at it like, completely with the idea that you know nothing and that anything's possible Um, so eventually I was like you know what as expensive as dispensaries are and for a while I was just going to them when they opened um, but now I have to be mindful about that because the tax is ridiculous and it's expensive but it's nice because you don't have to deal with finding out where your local drug dealer is. like, <laughs> And you're going to get quality and you're going to have a huge selection. So there's, there's pros and cons. So I was like, yeah, I need to smoke some weed. I know I don't want to anymore because I don't want to rely on it. If I'm in an emotional state like, oh, I need to shake off the day. Let me smoke a joint. Oh, I want food to taste that much better. Let me smoke a joint. I don't want it to be like that, so I've tried to pull back, but yesterday, I was like, dude, go to the dispensary, and even now, when I think about it, when I think about, like, the, the problems in the world, like, there's no, if that's my problem, if my problem is just that I'm feeling some funky emotions... And I can't totally self-regulate it. And I need to smoke some weed. Or I want to. I want to. It wasn't a need. That I want to smoke some weed. To get me back to a certain state. Then I'm good. Ultimately I'm good. Like if I actually look at my life for gratitude. All that grows. Oh my goodness does it grow. When we look at things from a space of gratitude. It is amazing. Um. And that's why I think I'm going to start to have boundaries. I've taken in all the information necessary. Uh, I'm going to even be, it's not even that the other people are always presenting things to me. I ga- I'm giving myself boundaries. So actually to touch on that, before I left for the dispensary, as silly, as trivial as this sounds, um, I deleted my Google app. I deleted the one that was like permanently put on my phone or, you know, put, they put it twice on my phone because I have an Android now because I found I'm, a, have been obsessed with Google for years. I love just Googling things. And in recent years, it's become like a scrolling of the articles. And finally, finally I decided to set a boundary. I don't need to know what's going on with Ben and Jen I don't need to know what's going on with this celebrity that's like sometimes I even see things with celebrities where I'm like, "Oh my god, even their lives are on a loop." Haven't I heard that like the Tristan Thompson Thompson stuff for example? Haven't I, I'm like, "Is this hasn't this exact thing already happened for like, I don't know, the past legit 3 year?" Like, "What? What?" Or just like, "Oh, find out what such and such eats for lunch." and then simultaneously check in and see what your orders are today. No, thank you. No, thank you. When I log into the internet from now on, I just want to have a blank slate. If I want to see what my current orders are from powers that be, I will look for it. If I want to know about this celebrity, I will look for it. You are no longer just going to come at me constantly with incessant information and get me addicted so now i am addicted so i go to search like what's the world's biggest grape are there any animals here who are immortal and then i have to of course check though and scroll what else is going on because we are all so attached to our phones and especially you know if i'm trying to take time alone to myself i'm still In the past, I would put my phone down. But lately, I'm trying to do certain things on my phone. So just knowing what restrictions and what boundaries can keep us both in check, or, or, you know, can keep us in check as people. And that we can make decisions as it comes. So yesterday, that was something I decided. And, you know, this is the strange thing about life. I can, once I get back, to my ultimate state the state of me the state that i create the state without all this external stuff baby i am good i am fucking good you i can i can go i can have these dips but when i'm just self regulating mm no i me ultimately i am happy i am a happy person Just so many other things can move me from that space sometimes. You know, what I choose to engage in, what I choose to amplify, um, when I'm just on go and then I'm running on a deficit. So anyway, now, even though I was uncomfortable for, we'll say, 24 hours, displeased experiencing some of the more low-vibration emotions, Or just ones that, you know, like, damn, if you're angry and I don't give myself, like, honestly, when I was angry, I should have given myself an intense workout to release that. Like, just going for a run, screaming in the woods somewhere, running on a treadmill. But I had other things I had to withhold. (laughs) Like, I came home from my, I got angry. I got the article on Wednesday got angry, had one, maybe two more clients to go, had to eat lunch, hadn't eaten anything all day, so I had to eat lunch from this angry state, damn, but okay, this uh, sweet green salad is fine, the guy that makes it for me is lovely, simmer down, but I couldn't, and then I had this client next, I was still like, ooh, 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 Still so charged, I'm so, ooh, uh. but I had to work on him. And then I was maybe going to take one other, and then I just said, I think we should do another night. Um, I'm running low on laundry. I'm running low on energy. And so was she, so it was perfect. But then I still had to drive an hour home in traffic, um, make something to eat, figure out dinner, um, and just do certain things. And then be in bed by a certain time. Because I had a friend, my ex, coming for Reiki the next morning. So do you know what I'm saying? Like sometimes we can't give ourselves the space to do what we need to do to come out of a certain emotion. Like what would instantly, boom, fix that, take us out of that space. Sometimes we just don't have that time. And so we have to put on little band-aids and just get through. And... um Even that is so not the way of life. It doesn't feel like that's what we're moving toward, where we all just power through. Like it feels like even that is shifting culturally, right? We physically can't. There is so many getting sick. If you're sick, no matter what you're sick with, you should have been able to stay home. You should be staying home. You should be recovering. You should not be trying to power through these things because ultimately then you're not gonna recover as quickly and you're potentially exposing people. So all this should have been even happening before we came to this health crisis, right? So I couldn't necessarily do the things I needed to do. So like the next morning, I wanted to wake up on time. I thought like, damn, I have all this laundry to do. Should I get it done before this person comes in case he wants a massage or should I worry about it after? okay, when do these restrictions start? What's state to state? Where am I, how am I gonna behave? Like what's the, just, and I was burning my incense, I was preparing for this person, but I still just hadn't gotten back to my neutrality yet. So then I worked on him, took the phone call slowly as the day went on. I was like, okay, how I felt in the past 24 hours has made me realize either that I'm gonna pull back on talking about this anymore I'm no longer going to give this much attention to this anymore and even I've had thoughts on how can we not how could we not how can we deny this thing this major thing going on Um. But you know what, if it's literally going to have you in a stressed state, if it's going to rob you of your mental health, then we have to. And then here's what's hard to go back and forth, right? Because it, it, I guess it all depends on how it looks, right? Like, are you actively engaging with all types of information? Because here's the thing, we're getting one very specific narrative. So that's not the full narrative. That's how could it be? Do you know what I'm saying? Um, So there's no way to avoid that one. So for people that branch out beyond that one, why should there be shame or guilt or ignorance around that? I'm already being so confronted so hard on, on this is one way. This is the only thing. This is what we're doing. Okay, but that's not how things work. There's obviously other pieces, there's other aspects. What's the psychological aspect of this thing that they are pushing right now? What's the emotional aspect? What is the stress aspect? What is the societal aspect? How about the fact that also they want to go one direction with tech? What best supports that? Well, that environment does. This environment of isolation definitely supports tech. This environment of the world is not not safe, definitely supports tech. This environment of things are not getting better, you cannot breathe the same air as someone, especially if they did something different from you. And you know what, even if they didn't, you still shouldn't breathe the air because this is going on. No, keep at a distance. Well, that also supports tech. So I am going to branch out. I am going to have a well-rounded repertoire. That is not my only outlet for how I feel on this thing and how I'm going to behave so anyway I set the Google boundary and I thought this is like this might come across as totally corny like oh what great stride is that just deleting your your app because then I was like okay well how will I search like when I genuinely need to look up something I found a way I found a way to be able to search things solely from a place of what I want to search okay boom then I go to this, the dispensary. I still wasn't feeling things yet. Like people were literally cutting me off. People were driving with masks on by themselves. I was like, Mm-mm, no, still not in the vibes. Still don't like these vibes. And I was genuinely, then I got into this space. I let myself go into this space. And I'm going to tell you something hilarious actually after this to, to lighten the load. So then I was literally like thinking about who I could leave in charge of my cats, (laughs) right? Like, okay, this person loves me so, so much. I know how much this person loves me. If I don't leave the cats to him, he's going to be like, "Ah, like, I know him, I know him. He's going to be like, what? But then I also know someone who cares about me who has cat babies, who I know like takes cats, like takes a certain care of cats a certain way? do you know what I mean? like the way that i it mirrors how I am, where like we both talk to our babies, they are part of the family. We are only probably hanging on because they we care for them and they care for us. It's like that level of, of a relationship, right? So I'm like, well, damn, okay, if I was to go, if anything happens to me, or if I decide just not to be here anymore, boom, over this episode of life, who will I leave my cats to? Because then also there's the family member where I know she'll be like, just one where she's always thinking like, she always feels like she's like the fixer. She's always thinks she's in that role, but like, she wants to be in that role. Do you know what I'm saying? those type of people. So she'd be the one to be like, no, Gabrielle entrusted me with this. I know what Gabrielle would want. She has no idea. She literally has no idea. (laughs) Probably no idea what I want. Probably no idea what's going on with me. But the second there would be a situation where that arises, she's like, no, she's, I would know I'm gonna do something with the cat and then she'd do the wrong thing probably, but that's okay, it's good intentions. So anyway, I'm thinking And then for some, yeah, I'm on this drive. It's like a 12-minute drive. And then as I was like five minutes out from the dispensary in heavy traffic, well, not crazy, but like just all these people on the road, right? All vibrating in a certain way. Like all on the spectrum of emotions. Somebody's totally ignorant. Someone's belligerent. Someone's an asshole. Someone's a sweetheart. Someone's crying about something. Like, can you, you know all the life stories that are playing out on people and particularly while we're all in our cars? Isn't that a little crazy to think of? So anyway, my state was five minutes away from the dispensary and also had just decided, like, what I would do about my cats if I wasn't here and then was literally like, what if I just threw myself into traffic? Like, what if I just made this epic entrance you know how you'll get crazy thoughts sometimes where do those come from you know how sometimes things just drop in on you and you're like oh shit did I just really think that who said that okay yeah so whether I was feeling things or if it was coming from me I was like let me just make this crazy exit let me just like fucking full-on go there and jump into traffic boom see where I end up after that let's just rush and roulette this and go I'm all set I am good and I'm saying this as I'm driving in like my wonderful new car going to the dispensary like girl there is other people with horrendous problems and pressure on them and here I am but here's the whole thing we have to remember This is where we have to honor. This is where we have to care about the mental health of all of us. And we can. this is the thing. We can't do that externally. This is what I've noticed. You can't force people to see things as you see them. You can't force someone to know you're coming from a state of compassion if they're reading it a different way. You can only control and manipulate so much outside of you. It all starts within. I have to go within me. So I was feeling angry. That was being reflected to me. In my environment. Like I was feeling like a maniac. Okay I look over. This guy's double mask. Driving with all the windows up by himself in the car. That guy kind of looks like a maniac too. You know what I'm saying? Versus when you're in a different state. Um, so. I decide not to do that. Obviously. <laughs> like I'm like. <laughs> not that I wouldn't. Sometimes you get feeling so crazy, that you're like, no, I'm, I am fucking would, try me, I would, or sometimes you're just like, but, but maybe I didn't want to let the, that win, right, I was like, no, really, I'm not ready yet, this is not my time, but there was a moment on that car ride, where I was like, is this my time, is this my time talking to me, <laughs> no, so I go to the dispensary, I pull up, Here's what's hilarious. That's the state I'm in. That was what was just going on inside my head. Pop out of the car, two people parked in the car next to me listening to Tupac. Immediately, I get out of the car, I feel my walk change, right? It couldn't be an angry walk. It couldn't be a let me just get in and get out walk. It was like, well, I do love Tupac. Let me, like, all right, I feel a little like all right, I, and I really wanted to turn to, right as I was thinking of them, and I wanted to be like, baby, thank you for that Tupac, just got me right back to where I needed to be, yes, right as I was thinking that, that them, the the three stoners in the car, were all, beeped their horn at me, hey cutie, and like, I didn't even, I didn't even really show that, I, I didn't really even like, get my strut on, you know what I mean, when I look back on them, I still felt like I look like, I don't like when, like, I don't like when my energy is bad, which is why I won't even go out. I will feel it. I don't like it. I'll feel like I look ugly. So I look back at them like, oh, I look like right now. What do I look like? I look like, um, who's that guy in Game of Thrones? The one that had like, no, no, that's mean. I shouldn't say that about him, but I felt like I looked like something like gremlin. No, not even gremlin. Just ugly. Just like blahness, Right. But they were still, like, they were, like, giving me vibes. And I was like, okay, all right. So then I get in line. I get in. Next person I meet, the guy that takes the ID, a lot of the time they're very, like, to the point, kind of grumpy. This guy was like, I didn't say anything. I just handed him the ID. He's like, oh, what'd what'd you say, sweetheart? And he, like, got closer to the thing. I'm like, oh, no, I didn't say anything. And he was like, oh, okay. But he was so genuine and like he can't it was so again shifting me right then I get to the next person I get to the cashier that's gonna check me out she's like oh I love your wallet oh um oh you got ethos og some fire but she wasn't kidding honey I'm gonna feed you in a second come here baby so whatever strain I picked The one that I got the eighth in. She was like, what? You're going to love this. And then she brought up the other strain I had looked at originally. And she told me that that one was really good. It's one that was like mostly CBD with a little bit of THC. But I wanted something for the ride home. So I got a blunt, pre-roll blunt instead with it. Um, And I was trying to have a budget. So I didn't want to buy more. But then even one of the, he's either an owner or the manager. Um, he came over and he was like, oh, you got this strain. You're going to love it. And so instantly I like feel myself changing, right? Smoke on the ride home, call a loved one. At first, I'm still like just blurting stuff out at them, like word vomiting, like, ah, ah, ah. And they were totally just dealing with it. And then I said, I was like, you know what? Like, <laughs> I'm in a weird state. I'm just like putting, saying things at you. I'm like, let me just talk to you some other time. And he's someone where he loves me, he cares about me. So he was just like, no, just talk to me. Just talk to me. He can't always make me feel better. And that's the whole thing. That's again, how all this starts with us. We have to self-regulate. We have to change within ourselves and then go out but as I smoked we ended up having a funny conversation and then I went to the grocery store stoned which I thought I wouldn't want to do but it was totally fine got what I needed to get I made a good nourishing meal when I got home I smoked some more I pod while very stoned I'm gonna have to listen to how this started And then this morning I wake up and it's like, okay, I let myself sleep in, I rested, I'm me again. Oh, and one other thing I wanted to mention on last night with how life can show itself to you. So I came home, I didn't know what to watch. Like, do I want to laugh? I definitely can't do anything too heavy right now. I don't want to amplify that. So I need a laugh, but like, who can make me laugh right now? do I need just like something sweet sweet right like a love story what is it what hi honey what's gonna do it so I decided to put on a George Carlin and I was like oh I hope this doesn't get super political um but I would like to have a laugh with him wouldn't you know he ends up exploring like he ends up talking about suicide he manages to do that in a funny way he talks about he ends up talking about all these like crazy concepts that I had played with on like how unnatural the world is and he does it in a in a way where at first you're a little uncomfortable like his comedy is done in a way where He's enlightening you. He's enlightening you. He's talking about real things. And then he adds in the humor. And I like that. I like someone that can move around like that. Even though it's great too to have the comedians where you're like just belly laughing the whole time with tears. Um, I've been watching a lot of stand-up comedy lately. That's been the only thing that really resonates with me on TV right now. And so I love that art. I really do. Um, so anyway, I share all this because I wanted to come back around. I wanted to talk to you from my stone state as I was digesting things to the me who is healed today, who has set some boundaries, who has come out of it, and who is going to turn it into just, okay, making me stronger and this is the wild thing about life is when you're going through something, oh my gosh, it's so real, it's so pressing. You don't know how you'll ever laugh again, feel happy, like I'm not saying I thought that yesterday, but just when we get into these states where they they aren't as opening, right? Like when you feel so much love, you feel open. You're actually expanding. When you feel some bad feelings, you start to feel restrictive, right? Like it doesn't feel good to be jealous, to be angry, to be fighting, to be at odds, to be hateful, to be charged, um, whatever it is, right? So I just wanted to pod. This one is going to totally be a rambling. But um yeah, I hope that it offers you something and until next until next time, unless I decide to pop on this again. Okay, so the last thing I want to touch on now that I'm at peace with myself, I'm at peace with my environment, I. Uh, got past some of the feelings that bubbled up that I didn't want to go back to, you know. Um, Now what I've kind of decided is this. I think what bothered me, I think what it actually showed me was that I felt a divide happening. I went from feeling connected, no matter what the storyline was, To again feeling those things that separate us. So I felt separation ultimately, right? The news the other day um, and the different people's reactions coming into my phone just showed me about this very collective separation we have, right? Um, The people who completely trust the government, or the ones, what's interesting is I find. When I do talk to people, they have their own mistrust, right? They could just differ from somebody else's. So the people that see, that feel completely comfortable to trust whatever is imposed next and to just follow it, right? Um, That's very different from the people who have reservations and however they got there, just do not want to comply with everything, right? Um. So I guess what I actually experienced two days ago was coming from a place of feeling very connected to feeling this the ways that we split and the ways that we create distance from being around so many cool people. Like before my emotions started to shift, I had a client come in that gave me a Christmas gift that was a painting that he made that he knew I would love to have for my move. And it completely went with colors I was already thinking about. Like it will go perfect for when I do move. Um, And now I have it in my front room. I had another... I had a client give me a cookbook that they made so I could experience, you know, recipes that, I mean, that person person is Portuguese. I grew up thinking I was, so I've definitely been around that culture, and I wanted to embrace it as a kid, and, you know, they really couldn't let me because if I could have talked Portuguese, I would have probably heard, I would have probably made some connections that I wasn't. Um, but even just this client giving me something so creative, like I re- saw recipes that I knew as a kid, and I was like, how amazing, you know? And then, even just, even if it's just a nice card, like someone telling you that you've made their life better, that you've basically a card that I got this week from a client that said, you know, um, how was it said? It was said there hasn't been a lot of joy or comfort in the world and you've given that to me, you know? So thank you. And now that I'm thinking about it, um, yeah, so I felt really connected. Hi, baby. And now what I realize is When we come back to remembering that in this reality, if ultimately we all come from the same place, right? We all come from a source of some sort, whatever you believe, right? Um, We all leave the same way. We all share so many of the same functions. We all share in this collective reality, this collective consciousness in some way, even though people define that differently. And even though people have different versions and awakenings and realities, there still is this shared. There, there is this big piece about us sharing. Um, and when we get so so far from that, we feel the disconnect, right? And then we try to self-medicate, or we try to get back, but. I think ultimately um, what I've decided is everyone in this reality is is some version of us if we're all truly connected, right? So the person who feels comfortable um, and trusts that, People in pharmaceuticals, people in the government know what they're doing. They're the part of us that has believed this for so long and that trusts the system that was created. Um, for the people who don't, and then of course there's those of us who are in the middle, right? But for the people who don't, well, they're reflecting the deep mistrust. That has been created over the years that has left us with a bad taste for people in positions of power or pharmaceuticals. Um, The people who want things to go back to normal are those of us that are just like, hey, that version was working for me a little differently than this version, right? That's longing for what we knew because it's familiar. Versus those of us who are basically like, yeah, wow, now that I've had this space, that was never working for me. I can't go back to that. Um, I'm just going to walk into the unknown. I'm going to have to c- try to create something else. So ultimately, we are all these tiny, like micro realities of different parts of us expressing right and and just the spectrum can go so so far one way and so so far one way but i suppose we're ha- we're happiest when we're somewhere in the middle right when we can engage with a little bit of both yeah i understand that i'm going to go along with this too or the no that's not for me this is my boundary I'm going to be over here, you know, but like, how can we navigate this in a way where it doesn't start to get so, so extreme or where we don't start to feel just like we have to completely unplug from one side, right? How can we recognize that we all are different pieces Of the collective. You know. Because I was thinking about. I just always try and learn from anything. So. For my girlfriend that's screaming about the patriarchy. Well I felt that. Totally. I felt that. I've just moved into a different space now. I don't want to. Blame. Um, I'm looking at it from a different perspective. At this point. But I know that I know that state, right? So it's kind of like how can we move in and out of all these different things and consciously navigate all these different like possibilities and realities and feelings and emotions together.